up, everybody? Welcome to the Long Play Listening Party. I'm Howie Howard from Mr. Furious Records. This is part two of our show, listening to ID and Sleeper's album Displacement, with my co-host Nate, of course, Approach, and Carlos Ransom, a.k.a. Sleeper, a.k.a. Mad Awkward. If you haven't listened to last week's part one episode, we recommend you go back and do that for some context. As we remember Isaac Deal, or ID, the vocalist on this record, we didn't really officially start this part two uh, when we took our recording break. We were just talking about life and about Isaac, and it all just kind of tumbled into the show. And that was honestly kind of perfect. So I'm just going to drop you in. It's a little bit cold. The first voice you hear is Approaches. And we'll get around to the record. We're kind of st- It's going to kind of start with life and Isaac and parenthood and all kinds of things. And, and we'll get into the music after a few minutes. Uh, so hope you enjoy it and definitely go back and listen to part one either now and, and come back to this or uh, in either order. Uh, you do you. Do you. Um, enjoy the show. I never realized until I started talking about Isaac, man. You know what I mean? And I'm not the most... Uh, I'm not the most watery-eyed individual kids man kids make you soft dude i cry all the fucking time now. That's, that's, that's it man i'm like i like look at, i get all these updates on my phone of kai when he's little and then i'm just like sitting there at work people are like what's wrong with you and i'm like nothing this pepper on my sandwich is kind of spreading. <laughs> but no, you man. know go ahead go it's ahead. happening to me too and i don't even have a kid yeah. so like I, it's yeah. just yeah Yep. And it's, it feels, it mostly feels good, I think, right? Yep. Like, it's a little weird. It's an adjustment. Yeah. But isn't it great that we have the, the opportunity to feel these things where maybe our dads or our granddads Bingo. just couldn't access that? Bingo. And it's great for Carlos's boys and, and my son. They can grow up in a world where, they can express themselves that way. And we make sure like, I don't hide that from him. You know what I mean? I'm like a range of emotion and vulnerability is, is the human experience. And he should be able to feel that and engage and like, you know, not grow up with all this congestion of like, just shit that you have to repress, you know, we grew up with a lot of toxic masculinity and it's, you know, we're, shedding that ourselves and and teaching our children not to even fuck with that you know yep Absolutely. Yeah, my they're always like dad's crying again why why are you crying because <laughs> <laughs> i'm happy yeah that's it that's a hundred percent sometimes like, yeah yeah that's a hundred percent it's like i uh talking about isaac and just all those times it's like you know even when we were gathering for his passing like um I wasn't crying because, like, um, I'm sad because, like, I understand how things play out. You know what I mean? But I, I'm, 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 you know, I'm crying because, like, man, I just, I, you know, that dude brought a lot to my life. And then, uh, and that part you just kind of miss. You're like, dude, I just miss hearing that, that voice. It's not even like a sad thing. It's just, I miss that that fucking laugh that lit up the whole room. God, man, I just, I just, and Carlos can tell you cause Carlos is like one of those people that I can comfortably sit and be quiet with and understand everything that's going on there. And Carlos can tell you that Isaac, like they probably shared many a moments where no words were said, you know what I mean? Where like Carlos is doing his thing and Isaac's doing his thing. And they're just there. And Isaac was like one of those people that you could connect with that beautifully, where you could just sit around that dude for an hour and not say a word. And you're both in the moment. You know what I mean? Like you're both there. And it's a, not many people have that thing, man. Not many people, not people, not many people are dripping with the it. You know what I mean? And he didn't know that he had the it. <laughs> he didn't know that. He didn't know that. He'd tell you, he'd get to feeling good and be like, I'm, I'm, I'm a fucking tight. <laughs> I'm a legend. I'm a legend. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he was 
fucking right. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> fucking that. that Listen, was, I, I would, love I would, that guy. You know, we would take breaks without seeing each other. You know, when I quit making music, it, we didn't see each other. But like, you know, he'd be working at whatever restaurant, and I'd stop in and see him. Yeah. Um, and it was it was always like no time had passed, and yep. you know this this before he died we hadn't seen each other or talked to each other in several years and uh when we i i reached out to him i i tracked his ass down because that boy always had a different fucking number every week he had a different phone different number and it was hard to track him down you never knew how he was doing yeah you just we all had to like hey have you heard yeah isaac How's he doing? That's how you and I would talk. You and I would like have a talk in a few months. You and I would have like, it had been a few months or a little bit since we talked. And then I'd get that message from you. And it would always be, you heard from Isaac. I'm like, you got Isaac's number. I'm like, yeah, it's this here or that. And you're like, I worry about that boy. (laughs) Always. And I'm like, yeah. And it, that bond. Cause even when he came to town to see you last, he stopped over here thinking that John was here. And then, you know, Nikki comes up and is like, somebody outside. I don't know who, you know, who is. And I come down. He's like, what is going on? I'm like, yeah, here. I'm like, here's my son. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, I'm coming to see Carlos. And like, I thought I was stopping by to see John. And I'm like, no, nah, man. He's like, what? So, yeah, <laughs> yeah it was crazy. Shit, and I then I was like, I missed. I missed like a minute of that because my shit locked up. I oh. shot the end of that. I yeah, know <laughs> yeah. You remember? You remember that visit? Yep. But like, damn that dude, man. <laughs> Just dude, the freest. Oh, dude, I, I I bet that uh, Jared's gonna have a lot of stories about the Dead Minutes record, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, you know. That's yeah. a, man, that's a, such a it's a good record, man. It really like, is, dude. And so, because did he go yeah. up to Seattle and get Isaac? Mm-hmm. And did they drive know, back to Dallas? Yeah, I know. I know there's there's some uh, a trip, or, or at least at least one or two trips back uh, to and from Seattle. Yeah. Um, I think he helped them move up there. Maybe. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. See, Nate, you got a whole, when you guys were all up in the studio up there, you have a whole nother Isaac experience because you were there when he started like playing the acoustic guitar heavy and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I didn't do, I wasn't around a whole lot when they were recording because it was basically when, uh, you know, nobody was at the studio. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I was, was, you know, and now it's not, you know, weird or anything, but I was just like, wow, dude, like Isaac is, he can fucking, Sing and then, you know, he came up with some cool shit. He wrote yeah, some man. cool songs. Yep, yep. And he just like seamlessly, us knowing him knew where his music tastes were. And they were all mm-hmm. across the board, so none of this was surprising. I remember people be like, "IDs like," and I'm like, "Yeah, this is that's Isaac, man." You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, "This is this is him the whole time." But you don't know, you know, you wouldn't know that if you weren't. But like how he just seamlessly was like, all right, I did the last archetype show. And then he pops up and it's like, you know, I would do the new year's Eve shows and they did the, um, the tribute to, uh, and he was Got singing. And I'm, yeah. Got Got my voices. voices. Yeah. yeah. And they did the tribute to that. And, yep. you know, yep. he was just like one thing, one thing's here I'm on to the next thing, you know, like, yep. There was no reminiscing or there was no like, hey, I'm going to I'm retiring from this or there was no hoop. There was nothing. It was just like, now you see me. Now you see me. Now you see me. This is what I do. You know, Isaac and I both had uh, punk and hip hop influences. And Isaac loved the replacements. Yep. Uh, and it, so it was like, you know, we meshed well because of that. For sure, and then it was no surprise that he picked up a guitar, and you know, then that was like right after, like right when, right when I, so I hit a point where 
I was frustrated with the music industry was going through some weird shit at that time. And I was frustrated with music uh, in the way of like, I wasn't making shit that I was happy with. And also I wasn't happy with how the, the industry was going and we were getting fucked over by mush records. And, uh, and I just, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm done. And I, I picked, well, I picked up a tattoo magazine and, and realized that I had neglected my tattooing for way too long. Yeah. I, I, I was like, holy shit, I got some catching up to do. So I told Isaac, I was like, man, I got to stop. I got to, I got to step away. Cause I can't do both. Right. It's either I'm kind of like at that point it was all or nothing. And I had so much catching up to do that. I, I was just like, man, I, I have to step away and I'm sorry, but I, I, I got to do what makes me money and I still love it. So I have to do it. And so I focused on my tattooing and I did that and opened up my own studio. And it wasn't even, it wasn't until 2019 that we reconnected and talked about work again. So this yep. was like what, 2000, yep. I much put out my solo album in 2009. And that was, that was it. Like after that yep. came out, like I, I was like, fuck that album. I'm done. <laughs> like, fuck all this. And yeah, it wasn't until 10 years later, you know, we, we started talking again and it, 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 it's fucked up to like, think that I missed all of that, like 10 years of Isaac, you know, I wasn't going out to shows. I wasn't doing shit. I would rarely talk to Isaac. I was hyper-focused on being a good business owner and a good husband and you know father yep you had to though man you had you had to you know i'm you, yeah. you, there just comes those times i mean i'm i'm there now you know what i mean where i'm like the reality of what i have to do is right in front of me and I, you know, I got to be the best at that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But you, you, me, and Isaac were about to make a fucking kick-ass record, weren't we? Yeah. 2019, That's we're right. about to make a kick-ass record. You and I are going to make that record, but we all, all three of us <laughs> were going to make that record, man. We were going to, damn it. Yeah. We were, we were talking every day. We were, I mean, it was like, I, I found him, I tracked his ass down and he was in Kansas City and it was like a perfect timing. Cause he was going through shit there and he was, and it was, it was just like perfect that we had reconnected at that time. Um, yep. And we, we had plans and we reminisced and yeah, like I said, we talked every fucking day and then COVID happened. Yep. And we couldn't see each other, you know, we yep. couldn't work on shit cause he had no, he had no ability to record anything himself. <laughs> That's the other crazy thing about him. He yeah. was in that studio and taught himself how to use that board, like learn some stuff, and then taught himself how to use that board. Then he got like a tape, you know, a, a Tascam Porta studio for me and just start churning out all this he, stuff. Yeah, and he, he did start using He He was... When we were talking, he didn't have anything to record on. No, but then I, nope. I later got my hands on the shit that he recorded that that is on our our last album that will be put out. But yeah, yeah, ooh, and it's so it's so ooh that last project. It's, so there's some there's it's not out now. There's something sort of in the works to finish that off. Yeah, it's done. I mean, it's it's a mixture of it's seven songs and it's a mix of stuff that we recorded back in the day that never got put out that was lost. You know, Isaac would record so much shit that he would record. Sometimes he would record um, over the same beat. He would do two different songs. Yes. So like one of those is like, OK, here's the version I thought would be best over that beat. And then I, I had to make a new beat for the other version. Um, and then he recorded shit where he was, there were three other songs, three or four other songs that he recorded that he would tell me about like, Hey, I got stuff recorded to that. And I'm like, well, where do I find it? 
And he's, oh, it's online somewhere out, you know? Like, he was all, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like his last two albums that are up there. He's like, dude, yeah. you did like five beats on there. I'm like, five beats on what? And yeah. it's like, oh, find it. Ask Jared. He knows where it's at. <laughs> you know, legendary Jared Lee. He'd be like, ask. Yeah. he'd put it up. And Isaac would be like, he would record like four Carlos songs on the Porta studio. And then like a song, like, so it'd be a tape of like, various just because he was always working with like 10 producers too yeah he just would find beats he loved so you have to like i i think jared went through the labor of like uh um jared lee went through the labor of like sifting through the tapes because he had a bunch of stuff on his port of uh portable digital recorder so isaac was just like recording 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 but where you would find what he did with your stuff could be like four or five tapes in or somebody else's studio <laughs> if you're like you know yeah i went yeah. through i ended up with that box I, yeah. so i ended up with that um, digital recorder and the box of cds and tapes and and there's stuff there's so much shit in there that i i have no idea who it is yeah. you know i, I have yeah. no idea who produced the music yeah. to it or who the band was there's just yep. so much music yeah like, you just have to put it up and have like an open call, like, hey, yeah, listen, like, who is, who is what's yours? Yeah. <laughs> it gets, it's a weird thing when someone's not here because you don't know what they wanted you to share. You know yeah. what I mean? And it yeah. gets really tough because like, like Carlos, like yourself, Howie, like Nate, I mean, any album I usually put out is years old. You know what I mean? So like, albums I'm put out, record along. There's so much of it, and it's like I probably only want one percent of that to be heard. You know what I mean? And then the rest of it is just to, to figure out. And I know Isaac was like that. Isaac's like volumes and volumes of great stuff, and he's like, I don't want anybody to hear that. He's like, I'm bearing my soul on this. I don't want nobody to hear that. I'd be like, okay, <laughs> I understand. But then later he would be like, "Oh yeah, that's good. That, that's really good. I'm yeah. This is why I'm a legend." Yeah. <laughs> uh, since I heard Caitlin Conroy say, like, you know, at her funeral, she just wants people to hand out you like little USB drive and tell people to, like, just fucking listen to this. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. She wanted you to do. Yeah. So take this home and yep. listen to it. Yep. And that's what's not, that's what I'm gonna do. Yep. I'll yep. make sure. Whatever, you know. Merch this, like take this home, wear this shirt, <laughs> listen to this record. Yeah. I think Isaac, uh, Isaac wasn't all that good at promoting him himself. No. You know, and, yeah. and neither I'm I'm not either. I never have been. But it was like I would usually end up being that person. Like, dude, we have to. You know, I was the person sending shit out and getting stuff pressed up and, and hand making the, the albums. You know, you're the reason why you guys were on Mush, man, and like all of that stuff. But you believe, but the belief in it was so passionate that you you were like even for you where like it's like pulling your insides out to make you say hey look at me look at me but you knew you had to you're like i don't do it only our you know only our peer group is gonna listen to this and it deserves to be heard you know and i'm glad you did man i mean kj used to play hungry ghosts like it was the like (laughs) man they played that thing like I was going like I, I didn't know the guys who created it they played it so much I'm like this is good come from you know I'm like oh you were there like but that always the toughest thing with ID is like just made such great music and you know it he 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 was over it quick like the mood would hit him he'd be like nobody wants to hear this and then like you said he would come back later and be like like yeah man we all thought (laughs) yeah 
whenever we started talking again in 2019, we we were both, you know, because of us talking again, we started going back and listening to our shit that we hadn't listened to in years, and and we were both one day. I remember talking to him about with fixed hands, which was the last album that we did, um, and we were both. Feeling like that was the best thing we ever did together, and and at that at that time it wasn't felt like that really at all. Yeah, it was that album was more of like I was focused on my solo album for Mush, and and I was making some weird shit for that, uh, and then I and then I occasionally I would be like, okay, I need to work on you know just something. Something that just sounds nice, <laughs> you know, and uh, and and I would pass those beats on to Isaac, and that's how that album started. Yeah. That developed, and yeah. we yeah we thought we we were talking about how it was the best thing we did. Yeah, but I think this new album is the best thing. Ever. Man, the new album is the best thing. I just wish it was longer. Wish we had more time. That's what it. That's what he said to me that that last day I saw him. It's like, man, I know. Man, and that goes back to what you guys were saying earlier about the just that relentless drive to create, right? I mean, it almost. I'm listening to you talk about him, but I almost feel like what am I trying to say? There was never going to be enough time, right? Like, 90 years was not going to be enough. 100 years was not going to be enough. And that's not, I'm not trying to sugarcoat anything by any means, but no, I'm just trying to say that that says something about the man, right? Yep. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, like, uh, his capsule of work was supposed to be as it is, you know, as unfair as it is to, you know, lose your brother, lose your family, lose, lose, you know, he, in his life you knew that like he was he was living it the way he wanted to live it till the wheels fell off you know Isaac was like he uh he was doing it the way he wanted to do it you know and I've never I've never been around um I, I said it earlier I've never I'm not that free <laughs> you know what I mean I, I I wish I was I wish I was more free to like do all the things that are inside my head but Isaac was free man he wasn't like he wasn't worried about he was he was he was free to be him and so that's where we get all this this beauty man you know what I mean because it was like complex man complex man I feel like if he would have kept living a long life that we would have just we would have done the same thing over again like you know little segments in, in our lives like we would have spent together and then and then taking a break and he would have went off and, and did something else and then we would have met him to find his phone number reconnected and then <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that was gonna be the cycle right that was gonna be because yeah. that's 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 d that's who he was he needed it, it's just as creative as he was he like he needed his space away from everybody you know he required that too he required his time to kind of like do the thing that made him so so him you know yeah we're all kind of like that aren't we Carlos yeah we all kind of require like as much as we care for each other we all require a certain amount of space yeah you know 
and we respect that. That's the cool part. I think uh, you and you and Mai's bond is very much like that. Yes, yeah, so I was gonna say we have the same thing. Yep. Same, same exact way. It's like I might not see you for a year, and it's like I saw you yesterday. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We're talking. We talk a lot now. You know, but all of this put you and I right where back where we needed to be. Yep. You know, well, brothers, that's you know, that's what, what it is, man. Exactly what it is. Yeah. I have a, I have a very very similar relationship. Like, um, it's like Nate's like my right hand man. This is probably the period of time where we talk a lot but not like how we used to you know what i mean even though we talk all the time and it's just because we're we're both we're both growing nate's like growing and like i'm growing and we're figuring figuring all that that stuff out and but the mutual respect for brotherhood just like nothing interferes with that you know what i mean it's just like my my dude's growing give him room to grow root him on you know what I mean and he does the same here he's like man my dude's figuring this fatherhood shit out man I gotta cheer that dude on you know <laughs> Nate bro we need cheer <laughs> oh man me and Carlos just get together and we're like these kids are crazy what is what, are, what is going on well yeah I mean it's, it's a whole other <laughs> that's a whole other layer of complexity because I know how, what what kind of internal like desire you have to, you know, it's like, yeah, man. Yeah. You try not, you you try to realize that you know your what your situation is and and accept it and 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 yep. and, and, and and you know make the most of of what it is, but. Uh, Sometimes it's hard not to feel bad about yourself because you're not doing what it is that makes you yeah. want, you know, able to be present in somebody, you know, like, and, and to have that, um, you know, to have that kind of refresh, you know, uh, refuel to, 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 to take on everything else that you do in your life that's you nailed it man and you know um at, at, at right at that point right there man hey i have to step away but like carlos i love you man um howie and nate i love you guys isaac, i love you isaac man um, <laughs> we're gonna keep we're gonna keep doing what we need to do to make sure that like everyone else can see the beauty that we caught yeah we'll, we'll have you all back for um uh, dead minutes or dar uh yeah tiger fish Abs- yeah. absolutely all right so let me go same, it's the same thing right <laughs> take care sean all right brother y'all have a good all one man. later on this is too vague right yeah. yeah. Totally different version than the rain closet version. Everything was different between those except for Hungry Ghost. Hungry Ghost was exactly the same. We felt that Hungry Ghost was perfect how it was. <laughs> there was no re-recording of anything that needed to be done. It's good find one just so you know it's possible right just to kind of calibrate and be like okay Sean left before I could say Nate, but like, uh, his music's been coming up in my shuffle a lot, partially because 
his, a lot of his songs are the right length. I do a timed workout. And a lot of his songs are like the perfect time to kind of come up. In the, and I'm having a lot of fun listening to the beats and like thinking, I hear a key part and I'm like, well, is that Nate? Is that Nate? I'm trying to pick out, you know, which ones are you? I can't pick him out anymore, usually. I mean, Sean, he set this key game up pretty big time, so sometimes it's hard for me to even, like, I, you know, I try to challenge myself, even if it's just a little tiny part somewhere, you know, something that is... Isn't just bullshit, right? But I mean, it's it, sometimes it's real hard to, to think of something that you want to play. Sometimes I'm just like, dude, it sounds good. I don't need to try to, you know, make it sound like add this stuff to it. But um, yeah, it's funny that you say that, though. I, I can't pick him out sometimes. Yeah, and a lot of times I don't know, but I'll, I mean, I'll hear little things. Some of them I'm definitely sure. Like, oh yeah, I hear a little, hear a little flourish or something. It's like, yeah, that was a mate. It's fun. Blood soaked, soiled, bound by the flesh, desecrated, violated, left. Kind of, I mean, I guess to bring it back, Carlos, there's a lot of, in your beats on Displacement specifically, are you sampling a lot of sounds? Are you creating sounds with keyboards? Or what are you, what are you building these from? Uh, mostly samples, um, some created sounds. Go mix. Any live instrumentation at all? Um, I mean, I think I, I did a little bit on this. I think I was just introducing that into it. And then in the crawl space, it was very rampant, you know? But, um, yeah, I mean, and, and Rain Closet had more uh, turntablism in it as well. Yeah. I was just wondering, because the drums sound... I'm like a live drummer, man. I sampled a lot of live drums and would man manipulate them and ran through a lot of pedals and, and just made them, you know, I like I liked my shit grimy still. So, you know, my choice of samplers back then were an FP12 Turbo and uh, SP202 Dr. Sample and, uh, and just like a MPC 2000 XL as far as hardware was, you know, it goes. At that time, there was Boyle's Joyland Flea Market was where I was getting a lot. Like most of the records I would use, I got from that place and I would go like once a, a week or once every couple weeks and, and buy, you know, 20 to 40 records and bring them home and just have a, have a blast, you know? Yeah. So we talked about it earlier, I think. Did you say, did you use acid or what are you using now like for production? Uh, now it's primarily hardware, which okay. is, yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I guess I found the right hardware for me. You know, I was always trying, um, I really like the SP12. Uh, I just can't, like, I, it got to a point where I was like, I can't afford those anymore. I found one back then, I found one for $300. And, yeah. you know, it had it had some serious issues and I was unable to fix those at that time. Nowadays, you know, if I would have kept on, kept it, instead of selling it, I could have looked online and figured out how to fix it. But uh, back then, I, I was just like, well, I'll, I'll sell it on eBay. And I ended up selling it for 170 bucks. 70 bucks, you know, and now they're going for 
trapped and safe and distracted by your two, three, four grand, you know. No escape and assimilation to changing ways. Watch the breaks. That's uh, that's the SP12 SP1200. It was the SP12. Uh, had five, it was an SP12 turbo and had five seconds of speed. And I, I had a, a old Commodore 64, like real floppy uh, disk drive that, that would hook up to it. It took forever to save stuff. But usually I would just sample into it and I would make, uh, it, it would, it would, the SP12 will save all your sample, you know, save everything. Um, so you didn't have to save it to disk. Uh, but you'd have to finish what you were working on and then, you know, get that out of there, dump it onto a computer and, and then start over. Yeah, um, geez. Yeah, like 37 <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was looking at... 26.99, They are so fun to use. Uh, and I was thinking about buying another one, but then I went with the uh, S2400 that Isla Instruments put out. Um, but, you know, as I was waiting for my pre-order to show up, I ended up buying a cord micro sampler and it was just kind of the hold, hold, tied me over until I got the S2400, but I ended up loving it so much that when I got the S2400, I didn't even want to really touch it. Uh, and I felt really bad because I waited all that time, but... You know, if something works for you, then yeah, right. Use it. No, I've seen know. these. Like it's a vocoder and the cord is. Is there a sequencer on there too? Oh yeah, it's a sampler sequencer. Um, it's pretty, pretty limited, uh, but those limitations are fun to work around. Yeah. Okay. But I found that I, I what I make on that is I'm much happier with than I've ever been with my you know, my music. So I'll, I'll, I, I still love the sound of like that gritty sound, of the aliasing and you know some grimy 16-bit, 12-bit uh, sampling. So I'll, I'll use the my SP uh, 303 to take a lot of samples, and then I'll just. I, I store my samples into my computer, so I'll, I'll sample through hardware, store them yeah. into the computer, and then dump them onto my hardware. That like okay. you can you can dump your samples onto the uh, Cord Micro Sampler with a little program that comes with it, and it's really nice. You just drag them onto with whatever key you want to drag it onto. Yeah, I love those. Uh, I love that. Uh, when you can connect them USB and they've got that little, you know, whatever yeah. program it is, and you can just kind of organize your stuff like however yeah. you want to. I mean, I, I like that. Like, super convenient. Uh, the Hydrus yeah. has that. And the Hydrus, it, it also has like something where it's just like, it'll just, uh, you can set the speed that it does it, but it'll just slowly go through the parameters and just change them. So once you get to something that sounds like dope, you can like save huh. what those settings are and then save the patch. It's cool. crazy, man. How what what things do these days, man? I'm just it's it's, it's fun uh, to to try out different gear and and just yeah. When you find something that works, it's 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 nice not to have to worry about you know some time on figuring out what you what uh, like, what you know like but what could i get that would be fun you know it's like i don't need anything i'm yeah good as like, like right now yeah i and, like that. you know my i'm still running windows xp uh, yeah <laughs> 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 and so um you know i i've tried to upgrade and I just can't do it. It's like I run this old ass computer and it's what works for me. And I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the only limitations about that sometimes, I guess, is, you know, if you're using up to, you know, current software and stuff, they'll uh, update their shit. So it just eventually comes incompatible, incompatible. But yeah, if you've got uh, shit that you're used to working with forever, I mean, I don't know, like, it's, it's easy to be five, six 
10 years behind where everybody's at in terms of like machines because yeah. it, there's not it's not even worth it sometimes yeah I mean it's what if it's not broke don't fix it I guess that's what I'm trying right. to say right and you know it's the only thing I can run those that software that I am confident and in using and you know, my workflow is, is best with that software, so I just stick with that operating system because I'm still running like Cool Edit 2.0 and Acid it 4, no, Acid 3. So, you know. It's fantastic. That is awesome. But really, you know, I don't even use Acid hardly anymore. It's just all, I'll use Cool Edit uh, occasionally, but um, it's mostly just hardware and I'll master shit through like T-Rex uh, you know that's about it uh, there's some T-Rex stuff that isn't really bad I I, I uh, you know they, so they have those specials every now and then so I, I you know I have like a handful of their stuff mm-hmm. I don't have any complaints with it yeah I think, it, and as a matter of fact, I probably, you know, that's something that was something that was available to me before a lot of other, you know, uh, more curious stuff was around or whatever. But it fucking works. This, it. Yeah. Yeah. My friend, my friend Mike's always trying to hook me up with all these plugins and, and new software, and I'm like, man, I can't run it. So I can't. I don't even. I don't even know how to run it. If yeah. I could, you know. Yeah, it would probably would not be compatible. Yeah. Just, just because of how you know where it, where everything is now when it comes to that, they don't they don't think about fucking Windows anymore. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, they. That might be it hyperbole or exaggeration but really I mean uh, you don't hear about that yeah Uh, I agree completely I mean use what works my mastering limiter is the free version the developer is one guy he went then to work for TDR who makes nice stuff as well but I still use the free version of his mastering limiter that he put out before he even worked there when he was just a guy with a PayPal account or whatever. And it's the best like overall mastering limiter, flipper, you know, that final stage. I don't see any reason to go with anything else. It works perfectly. It's and it sounds great. Yep. Yep. Every once in a while, I'll try something new and like, no, going back to what I know. Yeah. It's not helping the music and no, you know, what's the point? Yep. Did we, uh, did we listen through Hungry Ghost already? Yeah, that just played. Okay. But that's the one that you, you didn't re-record or anything. Um, right. That's just how it is. Okay. That's how it was. Yeah. yeah. It just sounds slightly better because it's the better master on the displacement version. Yeah. That last one was Into the Sun, which I would assume is just an interlude. To Stranger. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was the, that's the uh, A song on that um, quote unquote side A. So that it's that's the, the the end of the music, but um, and you know, and I I have to be honest with you, I had not heard this record yet, and uh, I'm I'm glad I have now. <laughs> I mean, I you know, it's not that I thought. I, I mean, it just I hadn't I hadn't heard it. So, um, I love doing this show sometimes too. It's just like. I felt like it's something that you need, and and there's more, there's more, and the thing is, it's like there is more, there are more tracks on this, and yes. uh, it's it's up on your band camp. So we've listened to 15 tracks, but there, how many tracks are on it? I don't even know. 
Yeah, it's close yeah. to 30 with all the rain closet and some remixes and stuff. It's yeah. like close to 30, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it's up on your band camp for seven bucks. So, you know, if you're looking for, you know, some great music to listen to and uh, bang for your buck, that seven bucks is going to get you, uh, you know, two or three albums worth of. Yeah. You know. There's a lot to dig into. And it's. Yeah. I mean, it'd obviously be worth it just for the album itself because the album itself uh is such a is such a world i mean there's it's just a whole cinematic is like overused and everything but uh, you really there it's a it's a whole environment that your ears drop into and live in um that's that's pretty special. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, everything we did together, that's that was pretty much the goal. And you said there's that's there's there's even more coming out. Like seven more tracks coming out. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna have to definitely check those out uh when when they come out. Will that be yeah, on like, the ID and Sleeper Bandcamp? Is that where people can find it when it's when it's ready? Uh, Detura's gonna put it out. Oh, sweet. Oh, okay. okay. Do you have a um, like an ETA or a? Uh, they said fall, and this was like beginning of the summer. They said maybe fall, early winter, but we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Coming up, coming up. Enough time. You can, listeners, you can absorb what's out there, you know, and just kind of get ready and marinate in it for a while. And by the time <laughs> you've kind of gotten your head wrapped around uh, some of the stuff that's out, you know, maybe it'll be, maybe it'll be ready. So, yeah. Carlos, I mean, did we, uh, I know we can't touch on everything, but like, is there anything big that we missed that you want to say or that we, yeah, we ought to touch on before we call it a night here? No, I, I mean, I. there's so much, yeah, there's so much you could say about Isaac and, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this won't be, this, this won't be the last show uh, where we talk about Isaac and listen to, you know, what he's put out and, you know, kind of just celebrate him a little bit, man. I mean, there's plenty of reasons to do that, and so... Yeah. Uh, Whenever we do do that, man, you're definitely, you know, come back and hang out. Hell yeah. Share some, some show stories, man. Like, that'd be cool. Hell yeah. For sure. Well, Carlos Ransom, thanks for coming on. Carlos and Isaac Deal are ID and Sleeper. ID and Sleeper.bandcamp.com. Tons of links in the description. Uh, someone set up a very nice SoundCloud for Isaac. I'll link to Jared's video, just everything I can find. So uh, check out all that stuff. Carlos, thanks again. And this Thank has you. been the Long Play Listening Party. Later, everybody. Peace. Are you hungry?
let me know Are you hungry? Make mine. 